The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Hello, John Strumstreffer. How are you? I'm good, Sam. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, Community Foundation Land of Lincoln. He is the executive director. Let's look back on 2023. What type of year has it been for you folks? It's been a banner year at the Community Foundation. Um, we continue to grow. We continue to um, grant money out on a weekly basis. All kinds of amazing things happening in our community all the time, and we're uh, just pleased to play a role in it. Okay, putting it bluntly, how much do you have in the bank? Yeah, we just hit a milestone number recently. Uh, good run up in the market, biggest year ever. The totals aren't in yet as far as giving to new funds and existing funds at the foundation. We've surpassed seventy-five million in total assets this year. Hello, no, I'm serious. Yeah. What was it when you first started? Under a million uh, back in two thousand and two. Twenty-one years later, over seventy-five million. Yeah. Do those come in like at all a certain time of year? And and is there? Okay, I'm going to be nosy. What's yeah. the biggest one gift you've ever received? Uh, we received that this year, a, oh, really? a, a gift of farmland from a, a woman who passed away, an estate gift, and it was nearly $8 million, about $7.7 million worth of farmland this year. So that's the biggest single gift? Biggest single gift we received. Now, does she they, have somewhere how that money is to be allocated in, in what form, what programs, whatever? Yeah, uh, the dust hasn't settled completely on that yet, but yes, there's specific issue area that she cared about in a specific charitable organization she wanted to make sure was account, uh, taken care of. But, yeah, as, as you know, Sam, we've talked about this many times. Man, Do- donors have the ability, and it's the beauty of community foundations at ours and around the country, donors can establish charitable funds for whatever it is that's near and dear to them. And so this woman, who I never had the occasion to meet, uh, worked with her uh, legal counsel to get this fund established, Um he knew that this was a place that she could fulfill the wishes of her, her own on helping the community. So that's the beauty of the work, and it is why I think we have met with some success and other community foundations do. We create a vehicle mechanism for people to do good things in their community. Do people still, for example, I, I know it, it, and moved a lot of people, Emma Schaefer, yeah. the, the foundation for, for Emma and a mm-hmm. beautiful lady, beautiful story, and so on. Do those things continue to have donations, or is that kind of one time and then it kind of is what it is? Um, typically, when there's a, a, a tragedy, a death, sure. you'll see an outpouring of support. This one is exceptional, um, I think, because of the circumstances and who Emma Schaefer was. She was just the best, um, one of the best young people I've ever met right. in this community. And so those continue to pour in, honestly. Um, it's just an outpouring of love for, for her. If somebody wants to a lot, money out of their what would i just say scholarship purpose mm-hmm. how is do they set up the mechanism or do you folks set up the mechanism and then decide who the recipients are yeah we hold their hand through that process okay. we ask a lot of questions what do you want the fund to accomplish then we create an agreement that talks about the parameters of the fund and then we assist with any process once the fund's established for a scholarship it's very robust. We gave away over $200,000 again this year in mm. scholarships to young people in our community. 
And we facilitate the whole back office functions of that, of how they apply, make sure they get into the college they say they're going to attend. If they're supposed to be a history major or something, make sure they they pursue that degree. So it's um, all the details we we take care of, try to make it as easy as possible for people to be generous. I want to, you know, and I've talked about this with John. I mentioned on air, I do want to establish a foundation one of these days, and, and I will do it, I promise. And yet you told me there there was a person or two that have already made donations to the San Madonia Foundation, and I appreciate that. I promise it is not for me. It will be established. I just, timing is everything, and I didn't want to infringe on some other other very worthwhile foundation requests that were going on and so mm-hmm. on. So I will do it, and those of you who want to make a donation, you can do that uh, in yours truly's name. And uh, I don't see the money. I don't touch the money. I have nothing to do with it except... We'll get together with John when we decide to get this off the ground. But if you'd like to make a donation, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and that's what a lot of people can do, right? I yeah. Mean, no, we see it all the time. This time of year is uh, special. Year-end, people are thinking of their own year that they've had. Right now, the, the stock market being up always helps oh boy, up business sure. for us. People feel a little um, um, you know, wealthier <laughs> when the no, markets absolutely. are up. They're comfortable. And that, that increases giving. And we see a lot of people give to funds of people that already have funds of the Community Foundation. And we have seen gifts come in for the fund we've established in your name, Sam. And we want to get that rolling, of course. But it is uh, just such a great place to work. <laughs> when we open the mail this time of year, every, uh, every envelope, it seems, has a gift and just a smile attached. It's so, uh, such a generous community. What are the traditions for your family come Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Well, um, we're hosting at our house on Christmas Eve. Last night was cookie day with my mom and my family to bake some cookies. I brought you some. I hope you like They them. were very good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but uh, we're in town. My wife and I are both Springfield residents, born and raised, so most all of our family is still here, so we're going to be uh, hunkering down and having fun with our family. I know you got a daughter. It's a junior. She was playing mm-hmm. some basketball, decided maybe a little different direction. I uh, heard somebody tell me that they were at a recital where she was at and uh, said she can flat out sing. Tell me about, did you realize this? Uh, I I heard her sing around the house, but I had no idea she had it in her to perform like she did a few weeks back. What did she sing? Was it a modern uh, song? Moonlight in Vermont. Really? Yes. A high school junior singing (laughs) Moonlight in Vermont at a recital, a a music recital at SHG. Yeah. Were you surprised? I was surprised. I I knew she could sing, but I was taken aback by how talented she actually is. She, this one, 110% is all her mother. I know you're, you're never tired of hearing this, but Paul reiterated this morning, what a special person. I've got 20 seconds. What a special person your dad, Gary Strimstreffer, was to many people. 40-some years teaching at St. Aloysius. Yeah, he was. And we miss him especially this time of year. He loved Christmas. And his favorite was always the Bing Crosby uh, album, the whole album. Melakaliki Maka is my favorite one. (laughs) Thank you, buddy, for coming in. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.